It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And normally, we would have the man who knows all the lyrics to all the songs from Greece, too, Murray. But alas, he is MIA this week. But I hear this will only be temporary. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Well, this is going to be a little bit of a change for us this week. We've got some... Some changes to the programming, and uh, so we quickly run through the agenda here. Uh, so, straight into streaming. Uh, then we're going to do uh, a new segment uh, while there's nothing going on at the theaters called "Favorite Films Specific to Genre." It's like a lot of mouthful there. Um, and then we're doing uh, uh, open rages. Uh, we normally would do the Merman Minute, but we may be doing something else there. Uh, submissions to the Doubted. Mesmerized and Undoubted List. Rager Dare did Grease 2 make me want to sing along with Michelle Pfeiffer? Or did Murray's Bag create a huge musical pile of rage? And then finally, a shortened version of RMM. So, this week, what did we stream, Bryce? What did we stream? Well, I'll tell you. We streamed a fantastic, <laughs> yeah, you know a what? fantastic to our Lord and Man. Savior himself, Satan. <laughs> yeah, let's enjoy this for a second. All right. Streaming. Motherfucking streaming. All right. So this, this week. We streamed <laughs> Satanic Panic on Shudder. Yes, we did. Yes. So I don't know what you thought of it, but I didn't like it very much. At all? Well, let's go through it. Let's uh, start with the direction. Right. That was bad. The writing, uh, that was um, bad. The acting, uh, <laughs> bad. The soundtrack, bad. Um... I dozed, off a, I dozed off a couple of times, but only for a couple of seconds, which was kind of a shame. I wish I would have just fallen asleep. Um, yeah, it was just bad, man. Ah, oh, really? You hated everything? I was laughing at some parts because it was so bad, though. No, nothing was funny. It was just uh, bad. It was bad. I, uh, I, kind, of, I kind of agree that um, uh, it wasn't... If, if they're kind of comparing it to things like the babysitter, oh or, no! Com- um, can, let's not compare it to the babysitter. Then it's yeah. even, then it's even no, worse because the, the yeah, babysitter yeah. was awesome. Yeah, of course it was. But that's I mean, with that genre. So here's here's my take on it. Uh, it was a man for me. I didn't rage on it because I did find some of it funny. Uh, I did. I do like the whole concept of sacrificing virgins through satanic ritual but that's well who doesn't <laughs> no, exactly so it kind of it kind of had a perk it kind of started at an 11 and it worked its way quite a bit down uh it didn't it didn't have everything that i was hoping to have in it i think the humor they had like maybe two or three bits that were kind of funny but they they just didn't deliver on the humor but some of the some of the scenes were great like the drill scene when she kills like the girl who is supposed to be the virgin who's the pizza delivery girl uh the drill scene like she, that giant drill yeah that was terrible <laughs> but it was funny because it was so bad uh, okay well I, uh, okay <laughs> It was so, Maybe that's the part you fell asleep in. It was just was, no. Was, I was awake through that. As I say, I literally <laughs> dozed off for about three or four seconds twice, and I wish I would have just zonked out, man, because it was it was not uh, good. I'm I'm uh, sorry. It I'm it sad. is it is a rage. This one's a it's, it's, it's a Shutter original, I think, isn't it? Uh, it is a Shutter original. That's why I was so bummed because I I really want these Shutter originals to be really good because. But yeah, and some good. of them are. But and some of them, don't get I me wrong, some of them are. Unfortunately, the, the two that I've reviewed on the show over the last couple of weeks have not been good. Have not been good. Well, so the, the director is Chelsea Stardust. Yeah, I saw that. 
And she's not known for a heck of a lot of stuff. Uh, All That We Destroy, Marco Polo's, Lay Per View, which actually sounds like a really good movie. Oh, The Lazarus Effect. A good title does not make a good movie, Jim. Uh, but come on, that sounds great. Slay per view does sound, <laughs> it sounds intriguing. It All sounds right. like there should be wrestling. It's, involved, it sounds right? like perhaps we should uh, search that one out, see if we can watch it. <laughs> if we can watch it. I mean... If we if you couldn't get all the way into Satanic Panic, then yeah, well, I'm guessing that this <laughs> maybe it's just going to go down real from there. Sleep review is probably about uh, half the budget, and yeah, yeah, I mean the name and the picture and the postcard, yeah, the poster, yeah. So I don't know. I, I can I kind of know why you this made you rage. I found some of it funny because that's just who I am. I like to see stupid Satanic movies, and they make me laugh. So. Uh, it was a very, very low mess for me, but uh, uh, there's not very many good, good. Well, just like that, shouldn't say good. There's not a lot of satanic uh, virgin sacrifice movies around, so you gotta get take them when you can. Yeah, fair enough. Having <laughs> said that, it still sucked. <laughs> well, so what? What no else did we see? It on your recommendation. Yeah, yeah. Let's get on. We let's saw. get on with it because satanic panic let's got way more it. time than it deserved. That it deserves. Okay, so the next last one we saw was also uh, sh- that was on Shutter, and um, this uh, other one we saw was on Crave, uh, the last black man in San Francisco. Uh, oh, and yes. the, this is the this is the subtext of um, of the write up on IMDb, and it says a young man searches for home in the changing city that seems to have left him behind. So I. I had some real problems with this movie. Um, I, I kind of, so for me, and I think we both have the similar opinions about this. Visually, this movie is awesome. Yeah, I, it was a beautiful thing to look at, uh, as I as I mentioned uh, off air. Um, I, yeah. It makes me want to actually go to San Francisco because, man, it's just every shot and it was you know it was really 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 nice looking movie but uh, and well made movie i, I love the direction i love i love the way he framed things um there's a lot i loved about it there's a lot that i didn't love um yeah so it's funny for me i i agree like it was it was it almost made it to a mondo for me but i had real problems with the main character af- That's the one after the first the five minutes i thought it was going to be a mondo for sure um, but this, yeah, just too. the opening scene where they're waiting for the bus and yeah. then, he, then, he, then they just, you know, yeah. should we skate? And I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? And then when they're both on the skateboard and just going through San I Francisco, know, like it was just... that was such a cool, that whole first, you know, like that five minutes and a little bit of the buildup. Uh, I was like, I was bought in, I was buying in and, uh, you know, and it kind of waned. Yeah. Like I really did like the two of their relationship. I think where this fell flat for me and what stopped it from getting to Amondo was the character development on it wasn't as great as I was hoping. Yeah. And for me, you know what, that's, it's all about the character. Like, this is really about two guys uh, that are best friends. Yeah, and but I, I like, having, I I like that, having questions about, you know, relationships and stuff, but I still didn't really understand what what they were yeah, to each why? other <laughs> you know yeah it was it yeah, was a very like, very odd true. dynamic that i think we needed to know to really get into the story instead of me just kind of yeah. because i i didn't see it at all and maybe others and, would and, but i i didn't yeah no i didn't either and i think the other thing about um the main character uh first of all i thought the acting was really good oh the acting was I great some of the some of the direction specific to the main character and maybe it was the writing. There was a flaw there because, like, they really made this guy seem almost stupid, and he wasn't. And neither was his friend, and neither was the characters. That no, and him. yeah, but, on on the one hand, they're like super intelligent, and you would think, well, that they wouldn't do some of this stuff, would they? <laughs> but and, and well, not in that way. Like, I mean, like his whole naivete about the fact that his grandfather didn't build his house, and this is a bit of a spoiler for people watching, but yeah. Um, it's like, it, it, you know, I think that was supposed to be weighing on you, but they didn't build that part of the story mm-hmm. up enough for you to kind of go, oh, uh, this is intriguing. To be, or didn't he? Like, to, to be honest, I didn't really know whether he thought that he did or whether it was 
a story. Um, like the, I didn't know whether he actually thought that or not, even towards the end. Cause he seemed to accept, he seemed to be so bought into it. And then he seemed to just kind of accept it when they, when he said, you know, he didn't, uh, build the house. So. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was it was like huh? his best friend finally said, when his best friend finally said, I was like, oh. um, um, you know, this isn't real, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like, Oh, okay, I'm okay with that now. I'm like, <laughs> that's like, that's exactly. So that was kind of, yeah, that's kind of odd. So I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? How is how is he like so dead on the set? That, and, and there's so much like, like I okay. loved I loved the whole the whole way that he told him, but I didn't I yeah. didn't really what happened after that. I was like, huh? So yeah. just even, just kind of odd. Because you know he has no money. Like you don't. That's another thing that in movies like that where you know they don't have a job. Yeah. And it's kind of like, how are they getting food? And you know, they kind of didn't. I, I kind of find that a little bit of a gap. And the other piece was when he goes to the bank. Well, or maybe yeah. it's because I work in a bank. Well, I can't. I'm kinda like, okay. There's no way. Yeah. There's just. I mean, he, as you said, yeah, like, he seems like a pretty smart guy. There's no way he's going into the bank for a four million dollar house and saying, "Can I have it?" <laughs> Basically, I'm pay you back I will no, totally pay no you job. back, even though I have no money. But you or know, just no be job. a good guy and give me the house. Like what? Yeah, like that. That those are those are pieces in it that kind of. And I know maybe they were trying to make it feel quirky and and kind of. <sighs> were they? I don't even know what they were trying. With that. I don't know, but yeah. So I mean, for me, this one was a mess, and I think it's I think it's worth seeing just for the visuals on it. And yeah. I did like I did like some of the peripheral characters, like some of the peripheral characters, like the the gang that hung out in front of the other guy's house that were always out there talking. It kind of made me think of Jay and Silent Bob kind of way <laughs> 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 that they're always kind of hanging out there talking. Shit and just kind of chilling and rapping and singing and doing stuff, right? Yeah. And even when one of them gets shot, right? You're kind of like, okay, they I really, made a big deal yeah, of it, but then they, they, didn't. they did. And then the whole embrace there—that was a big thing too. And I, I, I felt that. And as I say, there was a lot of this that, that got emotional, emotional reaction out of me. But there's a lot where I was just kind of confused, and I was like, I, I don't yeah. get it. So, so overall, was it for you? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. So I guess we agree on that well, one, eh? Yeah, that's an agree. That's a solid man between the two of us. Right on. Uh, all right. Well, did you screen anything else that I'm not aware of? I did not. So you know what that brings you, us to? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before well, we there's do something? That, still, there is. Well, I didn't see something that we're not going to talk about, but what I did screen because we had chatted about this and I'm hoping that you did was for our next segment, which is our favorite film from the genre comedy. Did you rewatch your favorite movie? I did rewatch my favorite movie. There you go. So we did stream something and that's a perfect segment to take way into our next segment. Yes. So the Crank next that music up. Will do, man. I feel, I feel, and this is almost fitting. Being in South this week, it's comedy. It's almost kind okay. of takes me back to Seinfeld. <laughs> it really does. It's got a Seinfeld-esque feel to it. It's kind of like if, if you can imagine. I don't know what the porn version of of Seinfeld was. I'm kind of, I'm gonna look it up on the internet here while you just sing and dance. I'm not gonna do either of those. I'll bob my head a little bit. How's that? That works. This song keeps on getting better. I have no idea why you're looking up whatever you're looking up. Let's get on with it, man. Interest me sometimes. Yeah, well. Oh, okay. So it's nothing special. The the porn version of Seinfeld is called Seinfeld parody porn. Well, that's fantastic. (laughs) That's boring. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad we just uh, killed thirty seconds to find that out. Whatever, we got lots of time this that's week. A, that's uh, true. Mer- okay, so Merman minute should be short this week, I guess. Eh? Yeah, it'd be very short. Uh, unless he somehow satanically possesses me. Uh, wink, wink. Um, I think you're so, up first. Okay, if, if you had to come up with... <laughs> I will be up first. Yes. But, first, but first, if you had to name a Seinfeld porn name, what would you come up with? Uh, I don't know. What would you come I'm up with, Jim? Jerry's berries? That's fantastic. Okay, let's move on. Maybe. It's terrible. All right. 
Well, this week, uh, we have made a list of our top 10 comedies. Yes, we have. For each of us. And I really kind of wish that Merman would have sent us his stuff. I yeah, we could have. Exactly. Got we at least could have uh, told everybody what, you know, what the Merman's top 10 was. But, yep. ah, well, maybe uh, maybe maybe we, we'll twist his arm and get him to send us a list next week, eh? Yeah, we'll try. We'll try? Uh, so, my number one with a bullet. I'm not going to tell you bullet. what the name is. You know, what do you mean you're not going to tell it. me what the name is? I'm not going to tell you until I get to the end of my breakdown. Okay, go so, ahead. See if you can guess what it is. Lay it on me. First off, zombies, gore, sex. Gypsy witchcraft, puppets, lawnmower murder spree, necrophiliaism, mommy issues, New Zealand movie, interactive love affair, uh, oh, sorry, interracial love affair, uh, uh, psycho babies, attack of the killer anus, doggies, custard, Nazi doctors, ninja priests, strong female lead, and finally, successful severed head escape plans. I want to say... <sighs> Dead Alive? Yes! <laughs> I think there was enough leads there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually, I had it after leads? about the first three, but I was pretty <laughs> was much positive butt? by the end. <laughs> was it Gypsy Witchcraft? That, that <laughs> yeah, well, it was that and the, yeah, it was, yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot of movies that have a bunch of that stuff in. You could say like two of them and it's like, yeah, that's Dead Alive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so, so uh, I'm just going to read to you what the IMD brief is on this. Uh, a young man's mother is bitten by a Sumatran rat monkey. She gets sick and dies, at which time she comes back to life, killing and eating dogs, nurses, friends, and neighbors. And then the real fun begins. Best line? Oh, Fernando, your your mother ate my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dead alive is, or, is well worth a watch. Or... The other, almost his favorite, is I kick ass for the Lord. Yes, he does. So this this film is directed by Peter Jackson. It's his third feature film. Yes. Uh, and this has, oh, as you've seen just from the recap, if people haven't seen this movie, it is a must-see. And you can stream this for free on what? YouTube. Nice. Yeah. So um, the reason I love this, movie so much uh it's it literally ticks almost every of my 11 boxes that you could have the only thing that was mi missing in there was uh was satanic uh virgin sacrifices but other than that it has pretty much everything that i needed yeah i had listed out the, the cast and whatnot but whatever what else? Uh, so you might see a theme here obviously it's not as it is i guess when you search comedy, it doesn't even think it has it as a classification. It, it is technically a horror show, but anybody who's seen this knows it's a horror comedy. Yes, it is. Uh, what so else you got? That's number one. That's your number one. Wow. Number two. We're starting with the best and going down, eh? Or, yeah. Starting right. with the best and going down. Well, just for Not change of pace, I'll, I'll go the other way, but you, you keep on yeah, rolling, you are, buddy. You kind of do like to go the other way yeah, sometimes. Well, you know, uh, so my number two in my backup is another movie by Peter Jackson. Another comedy by Peter Jackson. Can you guess what it is before I get to it? For some reason. Only, he's only got two in my top ten, by the way. I think I actually do know what it is. It is called... I don't remember. All right. Well, it is Meet the Feebles, which is puppet, puppet comedy porn. It uh -huh. speaks for itself. Yes. Uh, my number three is made by uh, one of my favorite uh, directors uh, of all times, John Waters, which no. is number two is Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos. Uh, the Pope of the Pope of Trash's most notorious offering. Mm -hmm. uh, my number three, and we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, is Death to Smoochie. Stars Robin Williams and Ed Norton. Death to Smoochie. What is wrong yeah. with you? I love this movie so much. Uh, number four is Wes Anderson. It's uh, Rushmore. I love my Rushmore. First, my first and my favorite Wes Anderson film that I've ever seen. Nice. Uh, the next is, again, from my buddy John Waters, and that's Serial Mom. Kathleen Turner. Yes, Jessica Rabbit. 
does a killing spree. Yes. Uh, Worth watching. The next one, the next one is Brothers Grimsby with Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, in my opinion, it's his best. You what? cannot get away from elephant semen. Yes, please. That was awful. Uh, it was the one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. It oh obviously my made my top goodness. ten list. Wow. Uh, the next one is another Wes Anderson movie, Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, uh, which has Bill, Bill Murray and Wes Anderson together. I can't argue Not with dead. anything Wes Anderson. You got it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Raising Arizona, the Coen Brothers. Nice. Uh, and it's got Cage, the Coens, Holly Hunter, Gold, Solid Gold. Damn. And my last. My last number 10 yes. is Bowfinger, the funniest movie that Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy have ever done separately or together. Bobby Bowfinger. Yep. Wow. Bowfinger. That is it. That is, That's uh, my top 10. That is an interesting top 10. It I is, agree with most of it. Especially um, you're having a problem with Brothers Grimsby, which I absolutely it was, love. Uh, I laughed all the way through it. Oh, see, because I didn't. And oh, the, the the elephant semen scene was just did nothing for me. Zero. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing. Really? He, he filled the entire other elephant. I, I know. It was really <laughs> not funny at all. It was disgusting and funny. Okay, well, we'll kidding. agree to disagree. Well, he only picked one out. Obviously, he didn't like Death to Smoochie either, though. Too. Nah, I didn't really like it. Death to Smoochie was not great. But, yeah. eh, whatever. Wow. So, I, I like okay. eight of your ten. Or was it eleven? <laughs> I think you snuck in like two at number three or no. something. No? No, was I it ten? Oh, uh, I might have I said three, but I, uh, what I did was I put my number one and I put my nine runner-ups that went as one to, to nine. So. Fair enough. All right, All I guess, right. It, well, guess it's my turn, eh? It is what you got, baby. Well, I'll just uh, preface to get on on my list. Uh, it's I had to have watched the movie multiple times, um, and you know, continue to find it hilarious every time. Um, although there is one exception at number five, um, which you'll which will be obvious. It's something that we saw this year because you know when you laugh so hard that it hurts, you kind of have to yeah. kind of has to make your list. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, and part of what we part of what we had talked about was. Um, making sure that this is a movie that you've gone back and rewatched to make sure it made your number one on the list. Uh, my, my number one, we might have thought that was my number one. Isn't the one that you're thinking that I was talking about before? I watched it again, and I still, no, I knew it wasn't. I still think it's hilarious, but person that I was watching with, <laughs> she did not think it was funny at all. She just oh, slipped there, and watched one, it stone face. No, no, no. My number, what ends up being my number two in the, number in the end. But, all uh, right. Okay. Well, let's have it. Sorry for interrupting. Let's, that's let's all right. So, uh, number ten would be Super Bad from 2007, directed by Greg Malata. Uh, Matola, actually. <laughs> Try that again. Uh, stars Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill. Um, we've we've all seen it. It's funny. Uh, number nine, mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite, 2004. Uh, it almost made my list. Yeah, Almost made my yeah. directed by Jared Hess. Of course, you know, the only good thing I think John Heater's really been in, but it was... What? what? Yeah, give me another glory. John Heater movie. Something. Blaze of oh. Glory. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It was great. It was, it was one of the best. It was... Uh, Freaking hilarious. It was, it was average. Uh, number eight, the grand, average. the grand Budapest Hotel. Wes Anderson oh, also Wes has Anderson. to... Yeah, has got to make my list as well. <laughs> Of course, it, yeah. start, it pretty much starred everybody in Hollywood. Ray Fiennes, Willem Dafoe, F. Murray Abraham, who needs to be in more stuff. I don't even know if he's alive still. I'm sure he is. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Bill Murray, Ed Norton, Jason Schwartz. I mean, everybody. Tom Wilkinson. Tilda Swinton was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. S- such a good movie. Uh, number seven, Wes Anderson again. The fantastic Mr. Fox, the one animated movie that makes it into my list. That um, is a good movie. Yeah, George Clooney and Meryl Streep. Probably the best thing Meryl Streep has ever done, in my opinion. And George Clooney. Yeah. Together. I, li- I literally, when I watch this movie, I literally giggle through the whole thing. And when they're explaining... The, As do I. When they're explaining the rules to that game that they play, I don't know. What's, what's, I can't even remember what it's called, but oh man, I almost pee myself. Uh, number six. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Number six, Clerks, directed by Kevin Smith. That was his first mm-hmm. effort. Um. 
I really enjoy this movie as well. Every time I watch it, and I've watched it many times, um, I laugh and I laugh and I laugh. A lot of the uh, humor is a little sophomoric, but hey, that's all right. Uh, number five, VH, yes, from this year. Well, actually, late last year, but we saw it this year. Yeah. Um, directed by Jack Henry Robbins, which makes me want to search out anything else that Jack Henry Robbins does because um, it was really funny. Um, Carrie Kenny as Joan was probably the stole the show, um, but it the also highlight had, of it. Yeah, it had Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon with little bit parts in it, and uh, just just a good time. Really funny stuff. Uh, number four, The Pineapple Express from two thousand eight. Um, I wow. like pretty, I, yeah. Well, there you go. I actually like dr- director David Gordon Green. He's done a lot of good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, James Franco, uh, Danny McBride. Uh, I uh, really enjoy that movie. Now, uh, we'll say that four through ten, you could pretty much flip flop them all over the place, and it wouldn't really matter. Um, my top three is but my top still three. Number one. Yeah. So my top three is my top three, and to be honest, if you got me week to week, they, they might be flip around a little bit. Uh, number three, what we do in the shadows from 2014. Taco with Tiki. Yeah, Taco with Tiki directing it along with Jermaine Clement, which they also star in it. Um, Yep. Just funny, you know. Just so, so funny. Uh, I love it. Yes, number two, Super Troopers, directed by Jay (laughs) Chandra Sakar, starring the Broken Lizard comedy troupe. Um, And it's also got, you know, Brian Cox to bring a little class to the project. Um, you're crazy. It's so good. You went crazy, buddy. I tell you. And number one, and I, I cannot believe that this did not. It's it is with a bullet. And I can't believe it didn't even make your top ten because I, every time I watch it, I just laugh. I just laugh. This is Spinal Tap. Um, ah, such a good movie. Yeah, by yeah. by far the best thing Rob Reiner has ever done <laughs> it's just yep. so I good 100% agree with and when you, you got michael mckeon christopher guest and harry shearer as spinal tap um you can't go to, too far wrong plus all the all the little cameos in it are fantastic bruno kirby and Eddie bagley yep. jr fran drescher doing the best thing she's ever done um yep. it's so good billy crystal is in it angelica houston fred willard i mean it goes on and on and on and everybody's just so funny in it uh, this is Spinal Tap is the my favorite comedy of all time. Um, I'm going to wow. take this this opportunity real quick to run through my honorable mentions. Other stuff that people should check out. Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, Team America, World Police, because, you know, you had to get oh, some. You gotta, yeah. It's got the best puppet on puppet love scene ever. Yeah. Uh, Monty yeah, Python's Life nothing. of Brian. Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Um, you got to have life. some horror comedies in there, right? Tucker and Dale versus Pure yeah. Evil. Zombieland yep. 2, double taps, got to be included. I also got Dude, yep. Where's My Car? I've also got my favorite <laughs> absurdist comedy, Wrong. Um, and Adam's Apples. It's a gem from Denmark starring Mads Mikkelsen. If anybody gets a chance, check out Adam's Apples. It probably could have got as high as number four on my list, but it just fell off. So that is you that. You good choices. And there you Except go. some of the crappy ones on your list. Actually, yeah. every single thing on your list I still enjoyed. There was nothing I hated off your list. Uh, there you go. All right. You know what that brings us to, Jim? I uh, I think I do. All right. Bring it on. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Nice. Uh, All right. I, I what you got this week, buddy? It's my open rage, isn't it? Yeah, right into the streaming right in there. Hail Satan. Alright. So my rage this week is that TV shows are stealing some of my favorite movie actors. It's ticking me off. What? Yes. So we'll start with Talk Tom. About it. Let's stop let's, let's start with Tom Hardy. You know what he's done since 2016? He's done Dunkirk, which he was in for, what, seven seconds? And Venom. He's done two movies in, like, four years. Why? Because he's been in stinking TV, this stupid TV series, Perky Blinders, which apparently I have to watch because someone else is actually on this. It's uh, Peaky Blinders. It's not Perky Blinders. That's what I meant. Peaky Blinders. Sorry. 
And uh, it's amazing, by is the way. It? All right. <laughs> yeah. And, and taboo, which I don't know what that is either. But, uh, well, yeah, I, I'm just... <sighs> do some movies, man. Uh, we also got Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's been in what? He's been in uh, The Week Of, uh, a Netflix Adam Sandler piece of crap in 2018. He was in Nancy in 2018, which I've been re-meaning to actually watch. Uh, in 2018 as well, and The Dead Don't Die. So in like three years, well, two and a half years or so, he's done like three movies because he was uh, starring in uh, some TV series called Miracle Workers. Have you watched that? Um, No, but he's done a couple back-to-back, right? Like he did Miracle Workers, but he was also on... And uh, he's done like some bunch of voice work too. Was he on some other huge one? I don't even know of it. But Yeah, Boardwalk Empire. That was oh. his whole show. Man. Ah, Boardwalk like Empire was, was, what, 40 years ago? What are you talking about, man? What? Boardwalk Empire was 2010 to 2014. So. Okay, so it was six years ago. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yes. And then he back, was, back then, yes, it was, he was, they was stealing him away from movies as well. I realize that they're probably making the big bucks for, for making the movies, but I want them on my big screen. I don't watch the television shows. Um, and what is going on with Adrian Brody? Um, his last yeah, what happened to him? Is yeah, he, is he still alive? He is still alive. You know, the last thing he did was uh, Da Hong Ha, which was a Chinese movie known as Airstrike in North America in 2018. Um, depending on where you are seeing this, um, it may also be known as The Bombing or Unbreakable Spirit. Uh, not a good sign when a movie goes by multiple titles, other than that he was uh, in Bullethead in 2017 with John Malkovich, which after actually looking into it, I, I really want to see this movie. Um, and that is it since 2017. He's been in like two movies. Um, and a, this is just not good. Um, he's doing TV. He's also in Peaky Blinders. And yep. uh, that, that TV show strikes again and gets another one of my favorite actors. And so maybe it's good and it's worth seeing. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess it is, but it's a TV show, man. And I got, and yeah, maybe I should watch this series. I mean, it does have Tom Hardy and Adrian Brody in it, two of my favorite actors. Um, one appar- of which is actually undoubted. Well, there you it, He is indeed. Uh, apparently, he's doing some other series coming up called Chapel Wait, um, that's in, that's in post production right now. So he's gonna be. Three. Yeah, so he's it's taking him away from more movies. Like, come on, dude, get back in the movies. You're doing something in some Chinese movie, and then you're doing uh, uh, yeah, some movie that obviously didn't get any type of release at all because I never heard of it. But now that I read about it, I really do have to go see that bullet head, or I gotta find it. John Malkovich. He's actually and... making. He's actually making a few movies. Is he? He's in. Yeah. So he's he's one that's just been completed called Clean. Yeah. He's doing the French Dispatch, which is completed. Yeah. Uh, Blonde, which is in post-production. Okay, Emperor, well. which is in post-production. El Tonto, which is in post-production. All and right. And he's also doing those. those well, uh, maybe, maybe he's getting back in into it because, man, it's it's time. It's time. I've been I've been aching for a little Adrian Brody. Uh, and finally. Ooh, it hasn't. Exactly. And finally, Emily Watson. Since 2017, she's been in Kingsman, The Golden Circle, which was garbage, by the yes. way. You're you're garbage. Fantastic. I hate that movie so bad. I love it. It is I love so it. bad. And so she was Mondo. and she so was Mondo. just so rage. And she was in The Happy Mondo. Prince in 2018. So she's been in like two movies in a few years. Um, she's been in no less than six TV series since then. Stop stealing all my favorite actors' television. That's all I got to say. Television, television you're fucking evil. It, it is evil. So now super fucking evil. But I have to, I have to, I have to do a little bit of a rebuttal here. All right, so, go on. What's your uh, rebuttal? The reason I'm going to do this rebuttal is because, um, Adrian, like I think what happens for some of these actors, Adrian Brody, I think, how old is he, by the way? Um, he's born in '73, so he's, he's probably of that age. Yeah, so he's of the childbearing age, so. Most of these people, what happens is they, they do the film circuit for a long time and then they want to stay close to their family while their family's in those, those time frames where they're needed. So I have a feeling that that's what 
um, uh, Brody did. And I know that's why Buscemi did it. So when Buscemi went to uh, his big show, uh, that was a big thing he talked about with him um, wanting to just be closer to home. And doing a TV series allows them for that because usually it's filming either in a place that they own so they can go home and see their families. Uh, so do am I upset that I don't see enough Adrian Brody? Absolutely. Uh, I would... I would hasten to say that uh, Adrian Brody is again one of those people that probably would make our undoubted list. So you're saying I, that I don't doubt it. Adrian Brody is just being selfish? Yes. God <laughs> forbid. God forbid they have a life outside of our movie. Exactly. Family. What a bastard. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible person. He is a terrible anyway. person. I need myself some Adrian <laughs> Brody on the big screen, man. <laughs> Well, you know what? You, you've got a, what, a 70-inch TV. Why don't you just watch Peaky Blinders and pretend that you're in the theater and then sit closer instead of on the couch. It's a 77-inch TV. <laughs> oh, sorry. There you go. So with surround sound, of course you're going to love it. Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, I think it's. So, I think you're up there. Are you ready, Raider? Jim? I'm always ready. I'm right. always, I was born ready. Uh, so my race is has a lot to do with what's going on in film right now. We can't go see movies at the theater because of our social distancing. And um, I I know that some people have been trying to get um, the film festivals that are coming up. Some of them are postponed. Some of them are canceled. South by Southwest, obviously they postponed, but it may end up getting canceled altogether. Now, you and I, we're going to sign up for this one film festival that we found online that is uh, streaming to um, to the internet. So you pay your admission fee, and then you basically can just go in and stream it. But the reason why a lot of the other ones are not, from my understanding, is there is um, uh, a huge issue with how all of their contracts are created. Um, so... From what I understand on some of the reading that I did, uh, some of the major film festivals have kind of had to gather together to sort of set a, an actual um, uh, parameters to be able to, to meet up with it. So I'm actually just trying to find my notes on it. But um, uh, they, they, they basically have to go um, sort of... Let's just read the list right here. Let me pull this up. Uh, online eligibility, these are some of the things. In signing this pledge, festivals agree to adhere to six specific rule tweaks for 2020 with with only one policy specifically for distributors. The pledge guidelines are as follows. Online eligibility, premier status, geo-blocking waiver, production timeline, commitment timeline, and distri- distributor clause. And uh, here's a list. I'm not going to list them all off. But some of the major ones that I'll just pull up, uh, uh, here's a list of everyone who has signed this pledge so far because they see it coming. So some of the big ones, Atlanta Film Festival, uh, Blackbird Film Festival, Coven Film Festival, Connect Film Festival, uh, Indie Works, uh, New Orleans Film Festival, Nighthawk Cinema, uh, Palm Springs International Film Fest and Short Fest, uh, San Pedro Film Festival. So there's a significant number that have sort of signed on to this because they're, they're seeing the foreshadowing. I mean, we're, we're talking about this uh, social um, distancing going for so many weeks. And of course, our friend, who's the leader from the South, whose name shall not be spoken, has has come up with a completely idiotic comment to say that, oh yeah, we'll be up and running by Easter. We all know that's not true because the spikes haven't stopped. So I want I want some of these film festivals that are sort of the front of the film festival season to figure it out, be able to, to get a festival. Cause I don't, I don't want like South by Southwest. If this doesn't get cleaned up by the summer, well, it's got too much competition and it's not going to happen. And South by Southwest is just one of the best festivals that that's out there. Some of the, it's the start of the festival season. It kind of what sets the precedence for everybody coming afterwards. And if the people who were really wanting to see these movies, if they can't see the theater, which of course we all want to, but if the option is not seeing these movies or it's all pushed back, like it's just going to push domino after domino to push films out to the next year and the next year and the next year. Already uh, we're seeing that some 
uh, a lot of the movies that the week that the weekend that it came out, um, where we uh, were going to the, the movies and then it and then it ended. There was a couple. Obviously, we didn't see them because they didn't really do anything for us. But they've already come out for streaming on Apple. You can you can rent them for like twenty bucks. So they're trying to make their money back. But the, if the film uh, industries don't get these pushes and don't get the viewership and don't and the film festivals don't get the money, which they probably already made commitments to, it could be it could be detrimental for film festivals from here on in. So. Um, I know it was a bit of a long rant, but it's, uh, it, it really is, uh, I guess, scary would, might be the word that I may want to use. But um, I really hope that they can get some of this figured out because, uh, of course, we don't want to think that this may last longer than a, a month or two. But if it goes on for six, look at where we're at. What are we now? April, May, June, July, August, September. We're now in September and one of the biggest festivals in Calgary. Uh, the Calgary International Film Festival um, uh, is is uh, could be under issues as well. So that is my rage for this week. I pray that um, that we they can get some of this figured out. And if worst case scenario, as a backup plan, that we have the ability to stream some of these things as a festival online. So that's me. Mic drop. Yeah. What you got? I don't know. I don't. I think maybe you're you're jumping a, the gun a little bit i don't know that we need to start worrying about stuff six down six months down the road and create and worry about stuff that perhaps we don't need to worry about quite yet um, well talk to me I, about I, south by southwest I, what do you think about that i i agree with that i you know but uh you know we're talking we're talking months down the road i'm sure that uh you know you, you brought up the calgary international film festival they got a lot of people working on it. Um, I think that they'll be just fine when all's said and done. They've they, they got stuff in the works. Well, well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm hopeful, but you, you can't just you can't just ignore the fact that we say, okay, South by Southwest. Hey, we all yeah, want we all want to be it. sitting in the happens? theater watching movies, man. I I can't argue with of that. Of course we do. Yeah. No, we. But but we even at that, I, but yeah, but it's all gonna. It's all going to work itself out to a certain extent because, you know, people see what's happening. And if it's got to go a certain way, it'll probably go that certain way. Um, There's options. And uh, hopefully we don't have to get to those options. But uh, there's there's always options. These festivals, I don't believe, are just going to be shutting down. Okay, well, I guess we'll we'll use South by Southwest as a barometer. I, I, all right, well, because I'm, I know I'm, I'm ever the optimist. Apparently, <laughs> I don't think we need apparently, to be quite so pessimistic quite yet. Well, but time is going to tell. All uh, I'm saying is, I hope. I you, hope you and me both, brother. The festivals have a backup. Have a backup. You, plan. you and me both. All, all right. right. So where are we going now? All right. Well, this week, uh, which we normally would have in our Merman Minute spot, and uh, since uh, throughout the the, um, podcast so far, uh, Murray has not actually possessed me through ghostly means or satanic means. I thought he had uh, that ability. well, I thought he did too. So why why isn't he using it? I don't know. Sometimes maybe he's just offline. Who knows? But mm. uh, I, I'm sure. Le- at least we get the Merman Minute music, though, right? Yeah, it's not the same without him. It really isn't. Oh man, yeah. Murray, we miss you, buddy. I'm kind of bummed um, now. I know. Me too. Uh, well, hopefully this will be on a sober note. I'm sure if Murray was here, he would talk about all the good reasons why to see Grease 2 but and it might have made one of his top 10 lists for uh, his favorite comedies who yeah, knows it may have. Uh, maybe we'll find out maybe we'll find out well Murray we miss you and we hope uh, all is well uh, for all those listening no from what I understand he does not have uh, the COVID-19 virus so don't worry about him he will be back just like Arnold nice all right. So this week, I brought forward uh, a doubted, a new doubted. A new doubted. Hmm. I did. All right. Now, the Lay problem that we might have with this doubted is the fact that he hasn't made a good movie in so long yeah. that 
his last, I listed out his eight last, nine last movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the list honest, and we've got a problem because I'm guessing neither of us have seen like six of them. Yeah. So I guess, a, I guess a, the question goes is that if the ones that we have seen are so bad, I'm not going to go back and watch them. Yeah. Because, because he, every movie he's made that I have seen has been terrible. I'm just looking at this and I've seen three of them. And were they all rages or they were, was one of them a mat? No, they were all rages. The fanatic, we know there that was go. a rage because oh, yeah. we talked about that. It made my worst movies yep. of the year. Um, yep. For some reason, I saw Trading Paint. That was almost Why? unwatchable. Yeah, I don't know. It was almost unwatchable. Yeah. I was just, I don't know. I must have been bored that day looking for something to punish myself with. Maybe looking I did, maybe, maybe I did something wrong and I was trying to punish myself. I'm not sure. You were, you were looking for love in all the wrong places, uh, buddy. Well, maybe. Uh, and I saw Gotti, which he was awful in. And the movie yeah. was awful. So yeah, yeah, but it should have been good because he was an interesting guy. But yeah, honestly, I uh, I haven't seen anything else on this list. They, I've I think I've almost watched a couple of them and then gone, no, I don't think so. Uh, the Poison Rose, yeah. I know, so I, I read a blurb should... about it. it. Looks awful. Um, I think maybe I need... we should pencil. Okay, uh, here's a deal. Why don't we both watch one of them? <laughs> Oh man, this could be terrible. How many have so you seen? Case, you've seen. I'm guessing you've seen one out of these nine. I've seen two. Okay, what, <laughs> what's the other one? I saw Gaudi and I thought I am Wrath. <laughs> and you saw I am Wrath? Okay. Yeah, okay. and it's it's the rage. But okay, so just so you know, as a preface to this, every single one of these movies, all nine of them. So let's just read them out: The, yeah. the Fanatic, The Poison Rose. Trading Paint, Speed Kills, Gaudy, I Am Wrath, In a Valley of Vengeance, Criminal Activities, and Life on the Line. It's in a Valley of Violence. Not, not one of them got higher than a six rating in IMDb. IMDb. IMDb gives like threes to some of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, but also people give it tens. I'm saying it's almost like the barometer because... Uh it is still an average yes. of, of everybody that's voted. So yeah. if it can't get, if not one of them can get above a six out of 10, that's not giving me a lot of hope that we're going to be able to watch one and be able to, to say it's, it's worth it. I don't know, man. Just we've seen a total of three movies out of nine. We only have to see, it's got to yeah. be out of eight. I think we have to at least see half of them in order to say that he's doubted. So uh, here, here's the okay, deal. Well, if you're not willing to see one more, then he can't make the doubted list because that's not enough to go on. I can't just assume. Uh, yeah, but if three, <laughs> it's kind of like why would you force yourself to see that terrible movie? Maybe he might become a major dare. Okay, future. so we've got. But, okay, so let's if, take, if if let's they could have offline. Okay, we know none of them are going to be like Mondo's, right? So here's the thing: yeah, we, had the, we had the we had the fanatic. The fanatic was a rage. The Poison Rose, whatever, because Trading Paint was a rage. Speed Kills, whatever. Yep. Gaudy was a rage. Okay, you've seen I yep. Am Wrath. So we, we just it's have to watch one of them. We either have to watch In a Valley of Violence or Criminal Activities. I think we should both both right, watch the same line. thing. Okay, so for next week, let's make a plan. God, that means we're watching two fucking terrible movies. Because, I, you know, John, John Travolta has made, a, you know, a lot of crap lately, but we don't know for sure because we haven't been watching John Travolta movies. Because he's crappy. Okay, let's do this. We'll find out which is the easiest to get access to, either through YouTube, Netflix, okay. um, so either, Amazon, Hopefully, whoever, in a valley of violence or criminal activities, movies. we got it. Well, hopefully, one of them we can find. Um, and we can find out if John Travolta makes the doubted list. Sounds good. I'm good with that. You got anybody for this week? I got nothing this week. Sorry. I've been. All right. Well, at least you got to talk about how terrible John Travolta is. We did do that. That's the important thing. That's Uh, the important thing. All right. Well, stay tuned, uh, Ragers, for next week when you'll find out what Bryce and I saw of John Travolta's. And if it's a rage or a mess, he's on it. Nice. All right. That brings us to. Rager Dare. You got it, buddy. So, this week, what happened? 
Give us the intro, buddy. <laughs> this week, uh, I believe that uh, you uh, had to watch Grease 2. Uh, isn't Adrian Zemet in that? Maybe. I think he is. <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, so well, get to it, man. Uh, that was uh, you, you chose that out of uh, as as you wrote in the copy here, Murray's sweet bag. Um, That's right. What did you think? So uh, let me just recap some of the uh, some of my feelings and emotions through this movie. Uh, so the first line in the movie already starts with a great racist slur. Okay. If the Russians can send a man in space. Just imagine what our young American minds can do here at Rydell High. Wow. Already came out with a bang. Thanks, racism from the 80s. Uh, nice to see the kids dance off the bus. Who knew high school could be that exciting to want to dance and sing your way into the first day of school? Was this shot in Switzerland? There was so much cheese in the dialogue, I thought I was in the land of European dairy. Sounds like literally a Mondo. <laughs> literally the worst dialogue ever written in any movie. Even other musicals. Wow. Uh, which is really saying something. Because, you know, you've, uh, seen some, is, you've seen some good ones lately as far as musicals yeah, go. No, this just keeps getting worse. <laughs> uh, this made me remember uh, the sarcasm from the recently released Puppet Killer, uh, who cast, uh, as, a sarcas- as a sarcasm, a 50-year-old man as a high school student, as sarcasm. First of all, if you get a chance to see Puppet Killer, I thought it's hilarious. Puppet um, Killer. And right. uh, yeah, it played at um, Horror Fest uh, in the summertime. And uh, so uh, funny how this movie is not treating it with sarcasm, yet half the cast was in their 30s and 40s. Um, what a great concept for a sequel. And I quote Olivia Newton John when I say, a strange twist of fate, and that this time I saw what you did it's there. a man from <laughs> it's a man from another country to Rydell High, and oh. will he fall in love with the one greasy pink lady? What is going to happen? I bet will she he falls turn in love. Or, or will will he she turn geek? I can't wait to find out. Oh wait, they are both greasy, just like this movie. <laughs> uh, Frenchie. Okay, so if anybody's seen the original Grease, Frenchie. Really? Give it up. Uh, you were a dropout when you were 20-something, when you were doing the original, and now you're going back to Rydell in your 30s? Come on. Really, Frenchie? Uh, really, the first song that is part of the musical is about bowling. We're going to score tonight. And it meant... <laughs> and it didn't mean it as a group orgy. It uh-huh. just meant they were going to score playing bowling. Because nice. up until that time... It wasn't a musical. It was just music that was happening and people were dancing to it. So it kind of threw me off because the big thing with um, with Greece was that it was a musical, yes. right? Like they were singing their lyrics. No, there was just singing and dancing everywhere. And then all of a sudden, they finally introduced it as a musical at the bowling alley. So, yeah, uh, I can say one thing. Uh, Murray had it right when he said Michelle Pfeiffer was the only good thing about this movie. Uh, and can see why he spent the better part of his childhood painting the ceiling while watching this movie. Uh, what do you not mean sure by that, Jim? Think... <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure the ceiling of Murray's childhood was probably white if he was actually watching this movie over okay. and over with yeah, Michelle you, yeah, you don't have to tell me. I'm sad I asked. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, not sure why no, the I'm pink not. ladies are such bitches to Frenchie either. Uh, um, what? She was a pink, like she was a pink lady. She was not like... sure. When you graduate high school, the first time, or how many times do you have to graduate before you retire from the T-Birds and Pink Ladies? Is it a life club, or is it only in high school? This plot becomes so complex, I could not really follow it. (laughs) Uh, Another another sequel that never needed to happen for any reason, and could have employed the entire crew that worked on this film to build houses for the poor, or make sneakers in India for Nike... Uh, instead of being part of this movie. Mm. Another great musical, and I say this lightly, that is filled with bad actors who can't even hold a tune, or why not hire singers who can act? Or better yet, don't make this movie. Even better. Uh, favorite scene, favorite scene, hands down, 
the science teacher who cannot hold a note sings about the birds and the bees. It's just ridiculous to see 20 and 30 year olds so insanely stupid. I was surprised the entire school was not pregnant. Wow. They all graduated, even the stupid ones. Oh, wait. They are all. <laughs> what? <laughs> Last part of the movie, the motorcycle jump has one of the biggest continuity errors in the history of bad movies. First jump, he jumps over a giant raft in the middle of this pool. And the second jump, which happens seconds later, lands in the middle of the giant pool. And there's nobody in the raft. And there's not even a raft present. Nice. Uh, what the what the continuity? Uh, to sum it up, this movie has terrible songs, terrible scripts, terrible acting, including Michelle P., before she could act, racism, sexism, and at times was so bad I felt ill. I think you did your job. Uh, I am in a huge musical rage right now. All that being said, who doesn't love a motorcycle filled luau? I sure hope there is a Grease 3 in my future. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, so you liked it? No. It was a heavy-duty rage. All it right. was a... Uh, it was a song singing bowling playing steaming pile of rage fair enough that was quite enjoyable jim thanks for that <laughs> all right so so, so n normally this would be the time when uh i think it's the week where murray challenges both of us um since yes. murray is not here but he was nice enough to leave his bag behind uh we his have re we, we have reached into it and we are about to find okay. out what we are okay, gonna watch you i'm remote yes so uh so both of us have to see this jim are you ready and your wor uh, your worst nightmare has come true top gun it's top gun oh my god oh my god yeah. I, oh my god. I am so not looking forward oh to god. this. This is just Oh my god. I guess at least we'll Oh my god. At least we both have to watch it. So it's sort of it, it oh seems so unfair god. if only one of us would have had to. Yeah, it, I do have to say because this is our biggest both of our biggest This was yeah, I I knew, I knew this was in everybody's bag to be honest. <laughs> and I knew someone was so, going to pluck it, but I was I was hoping somehow some way. So here's a question. Here's a question. When we pull it again, we don't have to watch the second. No, no, it's it has now been eliminated. So at least in a Once way, it's like tearing off a band-aid, my friend. We'll get it over early. It'll be gone. And we'll move on with oh our lives. God. Oh my god. It's, it's not it's, we both know it's gonna be painful, but what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, my friend. So I've heard. So I've heard. <sighs> well, Bummer. I know. I'm not excited. No, you and me <laughs> both, Mister. All right. You All know right. What, well, that brings us to R M M. And it's a mini version. It is. I think. Uh, I think there's going to be eleven total because I think uh, there's six on your list. Only five on mine. So let's get underway. We are going to start with Peter Jackson. That's a Mondo. Meh. Michael J. Fox. I'm going to say meh. Meh. Sean Penn. Mondo. Mondo. Mel Gibson. I'm going to say Mondo, actually. I'm going to go... That movie, him and Sean Penn were both. Shitter, get off the um, I'm still going meh. Look at his body of work. Meh. Look at his body of work. I know, meh. I'm sorry. Hi, man. But man, uh, okay. uh, Jim Cavazell. That's a Mondo. Mondo. Uh, Demi Moore. Meh. Mm, meh. All right. Did you see that last thing she was in? That's a, mm -hmm. It's like a retreat for, like a corporate retreat, where they got Sounds like terrible. buried in a in a cave, and I don't know. It was awful. All right, uh, Mi Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah, that's yeah. a Mondo for me. Mondo, Jonah Hill. Ah, uh, meh. Meh. Brian Cox. Oh yeah, that's a Mondo. Mondo. Ed Bagley Jr. Meh. Meh. And Angelica Houston. Oh, that's a super, super top of the list Mondo. Mondo. 
Nice. That was a good list. Yeah. That's a good list. That is a good list, isn't it? Well, Murray, Mm -hmm. we missed you this week, buddy. Hopefully you'll be with us next week. Uh, All right. Well, I guess that's it. Unless you got something else you want to throw in. I got nothing else. I think uh, considering we're running shorthanded today and I was a... you know, you were going by, via telephone, and I was going off of the, and I was uh, running the show here with the, uh, with the music and all. I'd say it went pretty smoothly. Octopus hands, baby. That's I'm, what we're gonna call I'm, you from now on. I'm doing Mr. what I can. Octopus. A man. Would you prefer Mister or Doc Octopus? Uh, I would prefer Mister. I don't want to misrepresent right. myself as a doctor. <laughs> don't they call you Doctor Love? Uh, no, I don't believe anybody calls me that. At least nobody to my face. Uh, yes. But if you want to yes. call me that, feel free. There we go. All right. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended Film Rage crew of Stephanie DeRoy, who's actually on leave at the moment uh, for social media currently. Uh, and, yeah, as I said, she's on leave and we miss her. Uh, we wish she would come back because <laughs> we need her help. Uh, Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our YouTube channel, which is Taking Up the Airways. Nice. Uh, Murray, we miss you, buddy. We want you back. Miss and you, Murray. Hopefully, you can dial in next week. Uh, we are always wanting your feedback to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment on any of our social media. Um, often and please make us rage please please that's it for this week rage on rage on